0: Alright, so now here uh, we see on the one hand the example of the Bani Israel who were given so many blessings, so many reminders, so many warnings, so many chances. But what happened? At the end, they did what they desired. They ignored Allah's command and they just followed their desire. On the other hand, we see the example of Prophet Ibrahim salam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ابْتَلَى Ibrahimَ رَبُّهُ وَإِذْ and recall when, ibtala Ibrahimَ رَبّهُ When his Lord tested Ibrahim. Meaning when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam. إِبْتَلَا. You see the word إِبْتَلَا is from the root letters is balam. Wow. And إِبْتِلَا is to test someone. And who said that a test has to be easy? It's not supposed to be easy. There is supposed to be some level of difficulty in a test. Isn't it? So a test by definition is something difficult. But ibtila is a particularly difficult, intense test. It's not easy. You know how for example there are some tests that you write in your life and you're like, oh, it was so easy. I did it. And then there are other tests which the moment you see, what happens to you? What happens? You're like, I'm dead. I'm done. I remember once I was so nervous about writing an exam that alhamdulillah I wrote it, but I actually missed an entire section. I missed an entire section of the exam. Missed it completely because I was so nervous. Alhamdulillah, I passed and I was like, okay, if I had done that section, maybe I could have gotten like a better mark. But, you know, some tests, just looking at them scares you. Just knowing that it's going to be a three hour long exam, it scares you. Just knowing that there will be 200 questions scares you. So, this is Ibtila. Ibtila is a difficult test, a very intense test. And ibtilah has a purpose. There is a reason for ibtilah. And that reason is iqtibar. Itibar as in to know the true worth of the person, to reveal the reality of the person, that who they really are becomes exposed. Like for example, if your teacher tells you to write an exam, is it because the teacher wants to torture you? Is that the teacher's agenda? that let me torture this person, you know. I want to see them nervous. I want to see them shaking. Is that the objective? No. I mean, maybe there are teachers out there like that. Allahu A'lam. But there is a reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts us in hardship. So the purpose of iptila is iqtibar To see the true worth of the individual and to expose their reality. So Ibrahim, alayhi salam, and who is Ibrahim, alayhi He is basically of the aba of Bani Israel. The Bani Israel were descendants of Prophet Ibrahim, alayhi So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested Ibrahim, alayhi how be kalimatin, with kalimat. Now kalimat is the plural of the word kalima. And what does kalimah mean? It's from the root kaflam mean. What does kalimah mean? A word. Kalima shahada. What is kalima shahada? To say La ilaha illallah. The testimony of faith, exactly. But it is to declare, to say it. So kalimat over here means commands or decrees. Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave Ibrahim salam certain commands. He decided Certain things in the life of Ibrahim that weren't easy. That were particularly very hard. They were very intense. They were not easy tests. So kalimat here includes two things. Kalimat kawni and kalimat shar'i. What is kalimat kawni? Decrees. What is decree? Like for example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees that you should have certain people in your family. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees that you should go to a certain place, meet a certain individual who hurts you. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees that you should fall ill. For example, that the people around you don't support you. They're harsh to you. This is in your life. This is decreed by Allah. This is kalimat kawni. And the second is kalimat shar'i. What are those? The commands that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to Ibrahim Salam to carry out religious obligations. Okay, Kalimat shar'i are religious obligations. Now, what were some of the tests that Ibrahim a.s. went through in his life? First, let's discuss kalimat kauni. What difficult trials did Ibrahim a.s. face in his life? Think about his childhood. Think about when he was a little boy, living with his family, And when he told them to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then what happened? As he grew up, he kept telling them, did his people accept? Did they? No. What did they do eventually? What did they do eventually? They wanted to burn him, so what did they do? They set up a huge fire, and it was so big that they couldn't even go near it. So they threw him with a catapult. So they basically threw him from a distance into the fire. Can you imagine somebody deliberately wanting to burn you? Would that be easy? Like, you know, we hear people making fun of us. Maybe somebody even comes and hits us. But can you imagine a person pushing you into a fire? They want you to get burnt. Isn't that painful? Isn't that traumatizing? Wouldn't that like disturb you for the rest of your life? But this was something decreed in Ibrahim alayhi salam's life. Can you think of another trial that Ibrahim a.s. went through in his life? Here, guys. Basically, when his people threw him into the fire, and he came back, his father said that you either go or I'm going to stone you to death. I'm going to... Put you in a hole in the ground so that you cannot escape and I'm going to keep throwing stones on you until you die. Can you imagine? This was the test that Ibrahim went through. His father became his worst enemy. His father was not just mean to him, was not just strict with him. His father threatened to kill him. Imagine how painful that must have been. Ibrahim ﷺ basically had to leave. He left. And then what happened? It was only three of them. Him, his wife Sarah, and then his nephew, Lut alayhi salam. Lut was sent to another nation. Ibrahim and Sarah, they're going, they come to a certain place and the king over there basically kidnaps his wife. Even that must have been a difficult trial. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected her. Then what happened? He had no children for so long, all alone. Then what happened? He takes Ismail, baby, where? To Makkah. And then he has to leave him there with his mother. That was also very difficult. And then when he comes back and Ismail is running around, he's told that he has to slaughter him. I mean, Ibrahim life was not easy. Isn't it? It wasn't easy. He went through many trials. But there were also many religious obligations that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him. Religious obligations. Like for example, he had to build a Kaaba. He had to call people to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He had to perform hajj. He had to call people to hajj. So many different trials Ibrahim had to go through. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? فأتمهن. Ibrahim fulfilled them. Atamma from the root letters tamim Itmam is to complete something in such a way that there is no flaw, no deficiency. With precision, complete. So he fulfilled all of the tests, all of the trials that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him in. Amazing. You see, we learned earlier about the test that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put Adam alayhi salam in. What happened to Adam alayhi salam? Basically, he kind of failed the test. He realized and he repented and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave him. What happened to Iblis? Miserably failed the test. He became jealous, arrogant, turned against Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and went like far away. Then we saw the example of Bani Israel. What happened to them? They also went astray. Now Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gives us the example of Ibrahim Alayhi salam. He passed all of the tests, all of them. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala certifies that Ibrahim passed all of the tests. What was the reward for this for passing the test? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, that إِنِّي جَاعِلُكَ لِلنَّاسِ إِمَامًا I am going to make you a leader for all people. You are worth following. Because you passed every test. And so people must follow you if they want to pass their tests also. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him imam. Who is imam? A leader. From the root letters Hamza, mim. Meem. So for all people, Ibrahim a.s. a leader, and if you think about it, so many people in the world today, even those who are not Muslim, believe in Ibrahim a.s. They respect him, they admire him, they praise him. So للناس إماما. قال Ibrahim a.s. said ومن ذريتي. Also from my children, meaning, O Allah, make my children, make my descendants. Leaders also. My children should also be leaders of people. قَالَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَا يَنَالُ ahdi My promise does not reach who? الظَّالِمِينَ Those who do ظل. لَا يَنَالُ From the root letters, نُون يَا nail Is to reach. Alright, and ahd, promise. And this promise over here is of leadership. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that my... Promise is not for who? Those who do ghul. ظلم. plural of ظلم. So here we see that one individual, Ibrahim alayhi is being made the leader of humanity. And on the other hand, we see Bani Israel, an entire nation, their leadership is being taken away. What's the difference between Ibrahim alayhi and Bani Israel? What's the difference? How come Ibrahim is made the leader of humanity and Bani Israel, their leadership is taken away? Why? What's the difference? What did Ibrahim alayhi salam do? Ibrahim alayhi salam passed the tests and the Bani Israel failed their tests. Ibrahim alayhi salam fulfilled every command that Allah gave him. Bani Israel, did they fulfill the commands that Allah gave them? No. Ibrahim salam was an obedient servant. And the Bani Israel proved themselves as disobedient over and over again. So what do we see here? A person is raised in their status. Why? Because of their obedience to Allah. The more we obey Allah, the more successful we will be in this life and in the next life. Look at Ibrahim. One person. Such a difficult life. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, nasi imama." I'm going to make you a leader for all people. And isn't that true? Isn't he a leader for us? The Prophet is commanded in the Quran to follow the way of Ibrahim. You see the verse in your notes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Nahl verse 123 that Summa millata Ibrahim We reveal to you that you must follow the way of Ibrahim alayhi salam. So Ibrahim alayhi salam, who is he? A leader, an example for us. That whenever we find a command difficult, whenever we find a situation in our life very tough, whose example do we need to think of? Who? Ibrahim Salam. You see, the thing is that in order to get somewhere, you need to see how did people before you get there. Like for example, if you are thinking about becoming, let's say, an entrepreneur, you want to start your own business, and you're like, by the age of 20, I want to have this and this and this set up. By the age of 25, I want to have this and this and this set up. So then, yes, you have your ideas, but you also have to look at what people before you have done. How did this guy become an entrepreneur at this age? How did this guy become a doctor at this age? How did this guy become successful at this age? So you see what they did, and then you try to learn from their example. You want to memorize the Qur'an? Your mom tells you, you know what, this boy I know, he memorized the Qur'an in two years. You're like, how? How? well, this is what he did, and that is what he did. So then what do you think? Okay, I'm going to try doing that also. You cannot be what you cannot see. You have to see something, you have to see somebody so that you can follow their example. I mean, as human beings, this is how we learn. We see people doing something and then we imitate them, we follow them. So even when it comes to going through trials in life, And obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we need a role model. So who is that role model for us? Who is that role model according to this ayah? Ibrahim alayhi salam. Think of any command that you find difficult to do in Islam. What's like the most difficult thing you find as a Muslim? So she mentioned that the most difficult thing she finds is praying five times a day, every day, no matter what's going on, no matter where you are, Okay, so in order to make sure that we are praying five times a day, this is a test. This is of the kalimat. Now, how do we succeed? You look at the example of Ibrahim salam. What did he do? Was he willing to slaughter his son for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Was he? Yes. Did he hesitate? It was difficult, but he was willing to do that because he knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most important. So sometimes what happens is that you have to slaughter your game. Literally, you have to destroy it. You're like in the middle of the best game ever. There's no pausing. Like for example, if you're playing basketball, you can't tell everybody, okay, stay right here, You know, keep the momentum, right? I'm just going to pause for like five minutes, I'm going to pray and come back. You're going to come back and the game's going to start all over because it's not the same anymore. Isn't it? It's not the same anymore. So, Ibrahim R was willing to slaughter his son, if he could do it, certainly I can also slaughter my game, and it's okay. Did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give him something better? Yes. Can Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give me something better also? Yes. It's quite possible that when the game restarts, you know, I'm feeling all energized and you know I have like greater confidence and so I win, I make the most scores. Isn't that possible? It is possible. So, you cannot be what you cannot see. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us the example of Ibrahim Anything you find difficult in life, think of him. Secondly, another important thing we see in this ayah is that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts a servant in trial, there is some wisdom behind it. Think about some trial that you're going through in your life right now. You don't have to say it. It could be with, you know, your relationship with your dad maybe. Like you feel like he just hates you. Maybe you feel like that. It could be, you know, that you feel like you're always being picked on by your friends, by your family, at school. You feel like you can never score no matter how hard you try. Every time you throw that ball, every time you kick that ball, it just never makes it to the right place. You're just stuck where you are. You feel like you cannot make any progress. You've been trying to memorize the Quran and you're still on that same surah, that same juz since the past five months. Maybe you have issues with your health. Maybe you have issues with money. Whatever test that you're going through, remember it is for a reason. It is for a reason. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not putting us in pain, whether it is emotional pain or physical pain, without any reason. It's for a reason. What is that reason? There are many reasons. First and foremost, it could be that the test that we're going through becomes a means of forgiveness for us. If you look at your notes, in your book there is a hadith in which we learn that Trials will continue to befall the believing man and woman, meaning a believing man, a believing woman, will continue to go through hardship. What kind of hardship? In themselves, with regards to their children, their wealth, until they meet Allah with no sin on them. So these trials, what do they do? They clean you. They erase your sins. This is one benefit of hardship, of trials. Secondly, we also see that through trials with your patience, with your endurance, what happens is that you get a lot of reward also. There's another hadith mentioned in your book, in which we learned that the greatest reward comes with the greatest trial. If you want to get somewhere, the journey is going to be hard. Yes. But what you get at the end of the journey is not what you can get without the journey. Like for example, if you are climbing a mountain, you're going on a hike, you're going on a certain stop, you want to get there, the journey is going to be hard. But when you get there, you will see what you cannot see from the bottom of the mountain. You will experience what you cannot experience at home. So the greatest reward comes with the greatest trial. We also learn that the prophet sallallahu said that no fatigue or disease sorrow sadness hurt distress befalls a muslim even if it is the prick of the thorn can you imagine a thorn pricking you like you're walking outside and a weed you know like a really pokey weed like it scratches you even that because of it allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove your sins allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will clean you so tests are always for a reason And what we see in the life of Ibrahim salam is that through those tests, he reached leadership. He became an imam. When he went through all those trials, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him an imam. So they led him to leadership. So when you go through the grind, when you go through the difficulty, that difficulty is not to break you or destroy you. It's not to torture you. It is to shape you and sharpen you. It is to make you better. فَأَتَمَّهُنَّ Ibrahim fulfilled them. All of them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him an imam. Then we see here that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him an imam, Ibrahim said, also my children please. Look at how concerned he is for his children. Anything good he's given, he wants the same for who? For his children. And this is true. What you truly believe in Anything that you believe in, you believe that it is good, then you don't limit it to yourself. You share it with the world. Like for example, somebody told me that all the patents for Tesla or Tesla, however you say it, they're actually freely available online. If you were to imitate that car, you will not be sued. Why? Because the electric car movement, the makers of this car, truly believe in that. That. This is the way forward. So they're not selfish. They've put it up online. Everything. Go ahead, copy us, imitate us, make the same exact car as us. We're not going to sue you. We're not going to call you any names. Go ahead and do it. Because they believe in it. So anything that you believe in, then what do you do? You hide it? What do you do? You tell everybody, you should also go get it. You should also do this. Do what I'm doing. So Ibrahim he's made an imam, he says, my children also. So we need to see that anything good that I am getting, do I want it only for myself, or do I want it for the rest of the people also? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it clear that, no, this is not for the zhalimeen, even if they're your children. So the Bani Israel, yes, they were from the children of Prophet Ibrahim but they proved themselves to be zhalim. So it's made clear that they don't deserve leadership. Any more. We'll listen to the recitation of these verses. What is it, Abraham? Rabbuhoo Biklimatin, Fatamahun, Kalla in Ni Jailu Kalin Nasi, Mama Kalla, Women, Duri, Kalla.